0: You're listening to a DM podcast. We are underway!
1: G'day guys, welcome to Talking League, we're a weekly NRL fantasy podcast. I'm your host TK, we're at full strength tonight. G'day Andy. How
0: are we going boys? What a good weekend of football.
1: It was, that's pretty much all we've got to do, isn't it Andy? <laughs> yeah, Especially for us much, in Sydney, but Corbs, how are we mate?
2: Yeah, I'm good. My volume's a bit bit weird, but I think I've I've got used now. Uh yeah, frustrating week of footy.
1: Oh, in terms of fantasy.
2: Yeah. Oh there was good and bad. Some players just um the old cliche decided not to turn up but Uh, we'll move on.
1: Plenty to talk about boys, got studs and duds tonight, we're going to rip through a few of the burning questions, but why don't we start with a little bit of, well we'll start with punting, because yeah, I got us out of a bit of a form slump boys, hopefully this is good science to come, jagged a little, what I did is I think I might stick to this as well, just going the over and unders, not having to rely on an 80 minutes of someone scoring a try, just kind of took a little bit of pressure, what do you think of the, the bet on the weekend boys?
2: Oh Mate, I loved it. I, I love any winner. And you're right. Jeez, we needed it. We were struggling. I was just looking at the other ones. Uh, you go, Andy, just quickly.
0: Oh, have you noticed how all our threes were different different um, aspects? Mine were all any times. Yours were all lines and then uh, causes all over and unders. Maybe
2: one Maybe bet we should do one, one of all the three. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just <laughs> looking at the bets here. I got two of my legs up. And I thought my safest bet was the Storm one. And I took him in a line. And I know the line was quite big at 28 and a half. But, yeah, that that was the one that burnt me. Um, Filthy. Always annoying when you lose the first leg. Uh, I'd prefer, even if it's going to um, be a a case of losing the last one, at least you can sort of ride through the first two. You got one, Andy. But, yeah, TK is our man. And I'd have to go back and have a look. I reckon you'd be sort of tussling with me at the top there. I mean, Andy, you had that one big win.
1: He hit the home run. Yep. Yeah.
2: yeah, that got us back yeah. out of trouble. But uh, I've got to, I've got to take myself into camp and it's really just
0: sort of <laughs> check, <laughs> check my picks out from from now on end.
1: For sure, we'll be back at it. The boys a good round, but kind of a bad round at the same time. Like we'll go through what we scored in our ranks, but geez, we've copped some injuries. Like for me, I've copped SJ. Adam Furnell, Blake, Brian Kelly. I've only got two trades left, so I'm really going to have to think, have a big think about Nico Hines. He looks like he might lose some minutes moving forward. We'll talk a little bit more about that. But, uh, calls, why don't you kick us off? How'd you go ranking wise, and also your overall score?
2: Yeah, I dropped about a hundred spots. Uh, I fell back to seven eighty eight overall. Uh, I was six forty five, so a bit more than a hundred. Um, going into the round. I scored 1102, so I just fell over the line with 1100. But I knew going into today's games that that was going to be nowhere near uh, the leaderboard because there was some huge scores getting thrown around and a few of those teams had the players plus one uh, in their teams. I didn't go with SJ today. I played Schuster over him and thought that was a silly call, but in the end it wasn't a major. Uh, it was only 10 points, but yeah, I'm also, I've got afb we got a, we got a photo sent through of his <laughs> finger it looked like someone Bad. shot him yeah yeah it was huge gashing i don't know I, I watched the footage i don't know how that actually happened and then uh sj as well I, I don't think he's going to be coming back and yeah the the nico hines like you said so I, i'm very similar to your position and i've got three but yeah still <laughs> would uh, would like more trades there, there has to be people have to be running out their trades yeah like I've heard some people with five and six trades, they've just got to start going nuts, don't they?
1: Yeah. Well, they've got the trades, so it's now time to actually pull the trigger. We've got six rounds to go. Andy, before we get into some more burning issues, how would you go with uh, your round score and your ranks as well, Mud?
0: Yeah, 11.25 was my score. Um, helped by the likes of, of DCE and bringing in Haas as well. Geez, that was a good call by us a couple of weeks ago. Um but my letdowns was Recy Walsh, mm. <laughs> throwing himself on on every big defender he can. Yeah. Um, had a few missed tackles there, and the big one, Jason Tamalolo, and also uh, Sean Johnson as well. Yeah. But, yeah, only one injury for me um, with SJ. Um, I might, I don't know, I don't know if I can actually uh, trade him out. I've only got one trade left, so I'll have to... Really, just see if I want to get a big gun in or trade in a, a constant sort of scorer. But Jesus, oh, tough. <laughs> Look, I, I'm in rank five nine nine nine, so I didn't really gain too much, and I gained, um, what was it? Oh, I actually, lost fifty points, fifty ranks.
1: Not too bad. Like I was just behind you. I got 1118. one eight, so they pushed me back from sixty four to eighty. So I'm still hanging in there, but like, I've got some big decisions to make whether I go for it with a player like a cookie, or hold these these next couple of days with SJ and Adam's going to be really really interesting, boys, because we've got some huge decisions to make, some huge ones, Corbs.
2: Oh, it's yeah, it's all always um interesting with the trades, but yeah, your last couple, but. The other thing, there's a flip side. We can, uh, we'll be like shooters soon, and we won't have to worry about trades anymore. Like that would be a good feeling in itself.
1: <laughs> we could just, yeah, worry about the squad. But boys, let's go to studs just and let us go. go to studs and. Uh, How
2: good is this
0: bloke
1: Andy, kick us off, stud mate.
0: Uh, stud was DCE, so not who I would have thought would have been the highest scoring player from Manly. But there's a few people that, a few players, the uh, porn stash mo. Pawn mustache from um, Harper scored pretty well too, but DCE with uh, 119 fantasy points, two tries, two try assists, and 200 running meters for a half. He actually ran for more than he he um, kicked, which is yep. surprising for a, a seven. Um, but yeah, he put on a, a big score. Uh, I wonder if DCE and 20T can um, take Manly all the way. Like,
1: yeah, well, that was Nathan who, right? Nathan who in fantasy. He's definitely oh, saved a lot of us, DCU. He's playing fantastic footy.
2: Uh, oh. He was definitely my stud. What are yours?
1: Corbs, moving to you. Who you got for studs, mate?
2: Well, this was a tussle between us, and we flipped a coin because I was even thinking about the – actually, both of you all guys, the stud and dud. But, Cookie, you uh, you Ooh. gave us a little scoop last week, and, geez, you really hit the money. Um, <laughs> you're looking at his stats. The two big ones that jump out to me. So, he had five – Tackle breaks, and to get tackle breaks, you've got to be running more. He was coming in averaging about sixty meters uh, gained, uh, sixty meters gained. Yeah, um, and then on average, and then he got one hundred and forty-one. So he's doubled it, and then yeah, on the back of that, he's just uh, getting a few more attacking stats to go with it. Then he got uh, what three tries, so he's jumping out um, at the line, a bit uh, Cam Smith like, which mm. he. he before that, like you look at his trisys, he's had bugger all. one, two. one, two, three. He's had four for the year and he just got three in one game. Uh, and then line break assists, he's got two there. And before that, he had, yeah, again, about six for the year. So he's uh, he's on fire and he's a big one on my radar and I think he's on your radar as well. But yeah, that scoop on the training load and you said he's going to be back to full training Round twenty, I think, yeah, a lot of people, if they've got the trades, you'd have to be bringing in him because there was a bit of a dilemma about the hooker. Appy, he's uh we know all we'll know what he did, and then Marnie, mate, the eels. I will tell you what, I'm sticking clear of them. I know there's a question coming up, but Cookie, he's looking like the one to get.
1: Yeah, especially against the Dragons. They have got Dragons this week. He could have a field day. <laughs> oh, are
2: they still haven't? Are they still got suspended players next week? Or they yeah. still got um... about fifteen to get through? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, all, right, all right, boys. My guy was Jordan Rappener, and depending on how much you've got left in the bank, and depending on your squad, like I know that me and you, Cobbs, were pretty keen on Ponga, but Rappener's right in this mix because of the fact that he's got that jewel, and we're running out of players, and we might need more versatility in our squad. Like really, Ponga's only got that wing fullback, and the way Jordan Rappener played on Friday night with you know Andy's magic hundred point team, he he joined that hundred and two uh. points. He's got, a, did this year yeah. this <laughs> he's got a tri tune line breaks, 15 tackle breaks. He was fantastic. 261 metres gained. I love that 40-20 you saved from Reed Marnie. Really turned the game as mm. well. He just looks so influential out there and really everything good out there happening for Canberra is around this guy. So I think he's going to be in the chats that we have on Tuesday night. It's going to be him or Ponga for sure.
2: We got that wrong, didn't it? Because I, I said, nah, he was pretty lazy and he looked – Bugged when he was playing fullback earlier in the year, and we were messaging each other. I think it was about ten minutes in. He already had about five tackle busts. Yeah. <laughs> like, geez, how good's he, he going? He actually should have had a minus. Is it minus five points for a,
0: for a send off for that late? for that penalty try towards the end?
1: He should get double <laughs> points for, for... He should get a try save, shouldn't he? Yeah, and
0: there, and there should have been no, two, two offsides in those Eels tries as well. <laughs> he, he just loves getting dirty. Goes loves getting yeah. in actual tussle, like every every play. So there's tackle breaks. He does those crab walks. that must be learning from Teddy. Teddy of uh, two thousand and nineteen.
1: Yeah, he's got a great carry, but he's well in my sights. All right, boys, let's go to a few duds. Andy, kick, kick this one off. Who we got for the duds, mate?
0: <sighs> Mine's unfortunately one of my centers, um, Matt Burton. Really expected him to shine with it with the uh, absence of Cleary, but he, he didn't play the seven like we all thought he was going to, and he had a total of fifty four run meters. Which is not what you want for one of your backs. Mm. Um, maybe just maybe the off-field dramas are having a bit more impact on their playing performances. Or the late switch with Appy gone, Miss Kenny in, but really it shouldn't. When you, all your job is just to run hard and sort of run a good line. I don't know. It's a bit upsetting for me considering uh, he's one of my centres and I don't really have a backup.
1: Yeah. Um, well, did you notice what happened? What happened to Tyrone May? Because he didn't play the last ten minutes. Was he injured or did he get hooked?
2: Yeah. No, he he was carrying an injury going into the game, and I think he got injured early. Clearly, said he did well to get through um, whatever part of the game he did, and okay. then he went off. So, yeah, keep an eye on that because Naden came on uh, back end, and then Momorowski, Surely, he's. I thought he was due back this week.
1: Yeah, he was, was back he at training. Room? He was. He's I saw dented, pictures. So yeah, I saw pictures of him at training. So he's back. He,
2: You'd need Burton against the Storm to be any chance, wouldn't you? Well, didn't they say Cleary is a chance for round 20?
1: No, he said unlikely.
2: He laughed. Oh, Which he, is I a think chance. He's a chance, for sure. He, he said, he goes, oh, I'd prefer to have him at the end of the year than this game. <laughs> Which is exactly what everyone's been saying. Like, yeah. why would you waste him in a, a round game?
0: Yeah, if they're going to verse Melbourne um, in the finals rather than now. Yeah, you, he don't,
1: you don't win premierships in round 20, right? You might as well. You're only going to beat this storm maybe once, maybe twice. So That's it. Yeah, might be one that he sits out with. Well, He's almost out, good Nate.
0: having getting Melbourne a win with a bit of false confidence.
1: Yeah, for sure. All right, Corbs, dud time, mate. Who we got?
2: Well, I'm sticking on the hooker theme here mm. and McCulloch. Uh, a lot of people had him just as that safe hooker riding into the, the later rounds because he played the 80 minutes. Uh, he made a lot of tackles. You just knew what you're going to get. But the first time, the lowest minutes he's played all year, 55. Now, I haven't seen any sign or read anything of an injury. So this might, you know, come back to bite me. And there may be other news, but 33, which is down there. I think he got a 31 earlier in the year. Um, but yeah, it's down there with his lowest score as well. Yeah. They're still eighth. I don't know how Dragons are still in the eighth. They won't be much, <laughs> much longer the way they're playing. <laughs> Is, is this a sign of Hook just going, we're in shambles with the whole barbecue and players and people moving on, whatever, just blooding a few and sort of seeing and mixing and matching? Because there's a lot of young blokes. That back line today was very young. I'd, the average games played would have been about five.
1: Yeah, I agree. I don't think he's given up yet. There's still always a hope. That draw running home is huge. But wouldn't surprise me if Bent Hunt moves to nine. Because they get Corey Norman back next week. So, who knows? That might be a bit of a... They need to kind of do something with that offense because it's not charging at the moment. So, who knows? Maybe, maybe left field.
0: Maybe Hook's just trying to rest the boys' um, problem for finals. <laughs> <laughs> they
1: might run at a time. They've got Souths twice on the run home. Like, they've got a massive draw. I've wrote, I wrote it down. What is their draw? It's huge. It's Souths, para, Penrith, Roosters, Cows, and the Rabbitohs to finish. They might be... They might not win a game.
2: Yeah, the Cowboys is their only real shot, isn't it? They might, they should probably rest them for the Cowboys game, just to get one more win.
1: <laughs> oh, huge, it's huge.
2: Yeah. Anyway, McCulloch. So that's a bit of a worry for those, especially people banking on not having to um, trade out and just keep him as a hooker for the run home, because he could uh, he could score quite poorly if he's not going to get the eighty minutes.
1: Oh, huge! Imagine that he goes back to the bench or something like that. Like,
2: jeez. And then the, the fact
0: that they actually let go of Mc, uh, McInnes and then brought in McCullus, hopefully for an 80-minute hooker.
1: Yeah, big time. This,
0: this doesn't look good for him.
1: All right, boys, I'll finish off. i got Jason Tamulolo. He had a pretty disappointing mm-hmm. game. He did get his minutes at 59 minutes, but only scored 33. Again, he's well off on his base, 24 tackles and 147 metres. I guess the biggest thing, he had four missed tackles, zero offloads, and one tackle break. So he went missing pretty much, and they really needed him. And to think they nearly got the chocolates as well. So they played real good on, the, on Friday. I think, actually, at the start of the show, I didn't get to say it when you mentioned it. You go, the Storm, they will probably a little bit surprised, but that might be like the go-ahead, go because Cowboys get to play at home, the Titans get to play at home, and Broncos get to play at home. And the three teams that probably really surprised us this week were those three teams, and they all got a bit of a home crowd, even though the Titans and Broncos were essentially away from home, still getting to play at their home ground. That's pretty cool and get their home fans out there as well. So that could be a bit of a trend moving forward as well, that they've got a massive advantage playing more and more home games than the rest of the teams.
0: Maybe you might see um, more bench hookers starting at fullback. He went good,
1: didn't he? Jakey Granville (laughs) was real good.
0: Not fantasy-wise, but yeah, I guess...
1: He was catching all the bombs, oh, and he set up a try. Like, apparently, he used to play there when he was younger or something. But he looked, yeah, he looked oh. sensational considering yes, he's me. never played there professionally.
0: Bar, bar the Troy Mitchell, either the stockiest fullback <laughs> at the moment.
1: Oh, mate, he would go neck and neck with me for shortness. He would be, <laughs> he would be five five easy.
0: I'm sure he would. Uh, he would defend the line, be better than Walshy though, for sure.
1: Yeah, for Walshy. Actually, Colby wants to get him in a bit of tackle practice, don't you, mate, old Walshy?
2: <laughs> oh, I just—who was it? There? there was another one today. Oh, it was um, Ramsey. 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 The jumping up and trying to tackle blokes that have got fifty kilos on you. Like, yeah, I—I I, I guess it's that trying to wrap the ball up. But, um, I mean, it's not working. So, change your tackle technique. Look, like a, a spider monkey, really? <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, Pretty much. I <laughs> think you tried it. Was it? As a Hamlin Ueli, he, he tried to do it, but he just launched him off and scored the try. Like, yeah, that's like, when he had the WWE wrestling
2: try celebration. Yeah, the rock. Uh, like, at least he's trying, I guess. No, I, I mean, he did a lot better job than I would, but <clears> yeah, it's Ramsey today. He did the same thing on Fafita, and it, that didn't work out well.
1: <coughs> Excuse me, boys. Now, let's go to a few burning questions. First one, Corbs, you've had plenty to say about this one. Now, give me your thoughts on Ryan Pappenhausen's return. Oh,
2: he is timid. I think it was even Bellamy said it was what he expected. Um, But they put him back in fullback. So you think that's where they want to put him there. But then he also mentioned um, in his uh, press conference that uh, no one's guaranteed their spots and a few sort of people have to sort of pull their fingers out. So Hmm. if Pappenhausen doesn't get his confidence back and doesn't, do his thing because they looked – I reckon the first half, they seemed arrogant. Mm. They tried to score off the first, second place so many times and I would have hate to have been – actually, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in the change and Bellamy <laughs> would have lost it. Oh. But then the second half, they looked clunky when Hines went into the halves and uh, into hooker and, yeah, Papenhausen just didn't offer anything you know, from fullback. So, I don't, know, I don't know what they'll do this week going um, up against Storm with, with Hines and and I guess they'll keep the same format, but yeah, he was no good at hooker. And then when's when's Grant due back? It's it's an interesting one because Hines almost is not – he's like a loop player now. I'm not safe on him being in my 17 mm. to score well with uh, Papenauzen on the bench, which is annoying. Again, when you're so pressed for trades, you're <laughs> sort of hoping that that would just be a lock.
1: Yeah, big time.
0: You'd be spewing if you had Hines and Pups in your draft team. Basically, <laughs> what I'm saying.
2: Yeah, oh, that big time. <laughs> I, 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 like you were saying, TK today, you just need them to make a decision on what they're going to yeah. go forward with. There's also the little narrative that we that I started up last week. I did see it getting traction on another um, fantasy page, like Will Remus push to the wing and Hines go to center. Um, yeah, who knows? I guess we'll find out. But I still don't think Papenhausen could play 80 at fullback. I still wouldn't, especially when they're playing the Panthers.
1: Yeah, I think Andy brings up a good point, point, like and you do as well, about they just have to make a decision because the last thing you want is one of those two on the bench because you know it's going to eat into the other one's minutes. So you, yeah, could, exactly. you could you could get a scenario where Pup starts and he gets 60 and Heinz comes off the bench for 20 or the flip side. Who the hell would want that? Because well, they'll probably average 40 or something. Andy, what do you think of Friday night?
0: Yeah, it's very similar. Honestly, basically with exactly the same what Corbs are saying, and with with a strike all over the park from Melbourne, with Pat's come back, Hines definitely loses his effectiveness. Playing next week against the Panthers, you, you think it's going to be a similar scenario. Perhaps off the bench, maybe Paps gets more minutes, mm. but Hines still played the eighty. So if Hines comes off, maybe Paps has to dig in. But it's it definitely has to be have a look at how Paps is off the bench and see if his confidence comes back. And like you said, everyone after a HIA or coming back from a massive um, layoff like in Madison never played too confidence level, but it could be uh, no clear next week. If they struggle with a win, Paps gets more minutes, you're never going to get back to fully, full playing potential uh, after that much game time off. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's either rip the bandit off, choose one, Otherwise, you're not going to have perhaps Orhines in your team.
1: Yeah, for us fantasy owners, I think we've got to have to make a decision to either punt him this week because he's going to lose a lot of money if we keeps going down this kind of that this trend. So for us, I think especially with Cook on the uprise, if Cook keeps keeps hitting these massive scores, we're going to kind of miss being able to trade one for one. So yep. that's that's going to be our biggest issue that we probably have to probably that's his my sell target for this week only because of the fact that he can sell out and still get me a little bit of money before I lose out and then lose everything altogether. But, yeah, I'm, I'm in the same book as you. I think they've got to make a decision. I think we'll know more on Tuesday how they name. If Harry Grant – I don't think they can carry both Harry Grant and Pops on the bench. So they're going to have to decide. I and mean, when you think Harry Grant's probably more ready to play considering it's only a hamstring injury versus a head knock. So you'd think you'd probably get back into that team and get going a lot quicker than, than Pops did because Pops looks scratchy. And the thing with Pops, I think – there's two things that I reckon that can get Pup back in. Either he takes a massive hit and he comes out laughing, or he runs a length of the field, and I think his confidence will come back and he'll be back to normal. Yeah, okay. That's just kind well, of me, just thinking about the psychology of what he went through.
0: It would be hard to come back, especially oh, if you real, real ginger about taking any sort of run on. And you're right, it could take a massive uh, 100-metre us try again. <laughs> Agwoodz, yeah, it's I'm back. Great. I'm back. Let's go back to
2: score. Let's go back to scoring five tries a game. Big time. <laughs> That'll be round uh, 21 when I'm playing you in draft. TK, <laughs> <laughs> I'll captain him.
1: <laughs> All right, boys. Let's move to Callum Ponga. He's going to be a hot topic this week. He's had a couple of average games. One was a HIO game, and then last week wasn't great against the Roosters. Now, next six weeks for the Knights, we've got the Raiders, Broncos, Sharks, Bulldogs, Titans, and Bronx. So not too bad. Corbs, give me your thoughts on Callum Ponga.
2: Yeah, I, I I was keen on him, and I was hoping he was going to do a bit more against the Roosters. <laughs> but it's just that whole thing of I've got, I haven't got many trades left, and I don't. I just hate the in and out Ponga plays, where he's just in and out of the game.
1: Mm.
2: Whereas you you've got your likes of your your Teddy, your Turbo, who are just on the ball the whole time. I mean, yeah, different players been playing a bit longer, but that run home. I mean, he is that confidence player. And when they are on and on the back of good attack, he's definitely got to be one you're considering.
1: Do you feel it's like you're at the casino? You're down to your last maybe 10 bucks and you're going hard and you need something, just you need to pull something out of your ass to get back.
0: An all or nothing play. Yeah.
1: does it? I kind of feel like if we take Ponga, it's a nearly an all money nothing play. You're getting this same sort of vibe, aren't you, Andy?
0: Yeah, similar. Uh, it, it like you said it with him it's rocks and diamonds it can, it can go missing but like you said with that run home it does look juicy and it's like similar to when everyone was sort of iffy about Tommy Turbo you're like oh I don't know if you get injured or not and then he's just excelled from there but not, I wouldn't be getting him next week this
2: week anyway it's not against a Storm next week
1: yeah boys because would you wait it's, until Pearcey's back do you think that's a major factor for him? Yeah, I
2: was we were talking about this before, hey, like, yeah, he needs Pierce back before you consider him, but it, it, no, he doesn't play the Storm.
1: He plays and Raiders he, next. He's, he's oh, got sorry, Raiders, sorry. Raiders,
2: yep. Raiders, Bronx Sharks, Dogs, Titans, Broncos. He's got a absolute cracking run. Yeah, but, but with the Raiders, they nullified so much the
0: defense last Raiders week. Those were good, yeah. Cara, they. That's why I'm worried about P- Ponga next week. Uh, I did do my stats on the Raiders. I thought it was because it was just a good team. So, <laughs> but, yeah, they, they nullified every Pam player, and they were quick on defense. So, like you said, with Piercy not back, I think he's the X factor, and they sort of need – he needs some pressure taken off him. So, best – is Piercy back next week, do you say?
1: Yeah, potentially. He's yeah, I, I, He's got a hemi bum.
2: Yeah, they're supposed to have best and pierce back going off the um the guru, Tui, up mm. here in Newcastle. He might <laughs> he, 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 – he knows all. Oh, he's the god. He yeah, may I mean, as well become he must a media get, manager. He, he must. Uh, he must get sick of being peppered on Twitter. But he reply. <laughs> he must reply to everyone. He's a man. Um, but with the the nights, I suppose, it's not so much a money thing anymore. Lot like really. If you've got the one trade left and got the coin, you get him. But if you are sort of do the maths and and you sort of need to lose a few k from him, and um, then maybe next week is the go because he's still got that high break even. But if you can only get him this week and, you know, you've got an SJ and you need to play him, it's, you know, pull the trigger.
1: Mm, I like that. All right, boys, let's move on. This might be an apology. Now, Damien Cook, he's our next guy on our agenda. Who wants to go first and apologize to Damien?
2: Yeah. Uh, look, yeah, you, you go, you go, you, you go first. I said, my apology will be picking him in my team and I don't think you can apologize. That's the biggest form of uh, apologizing, I guess, in the fantasy world. Can we go back yeah, to
1: loving pedigree boys? I think we've got to just, pedigree's got to be at the top of the lists when we're picking players.
0: Look, you've got to have still have consistency though. Like that was the second time this season that he's run for over 140. So it's it's not he, if he does it again next week. Like you said though, he is sort of hitting his straps now. Like 100 run over 100 run meters for Cookies is so shocking, especially from what he has been. But geez, the rabbits look good. With with Tom Burgess playing a bit of um, bit of good footy this He's got two uh, tries, yeah. The season, yeah, and just so uh, damaging runs, and then Cody and Latrell coming in and injecting on the side. So, yeah, with Cookie, uh, he just looks too good. What's he six hundred oh, and sixty-two k? He's going to open six
1: ninety. I reckon just just from the maths, if my maths is right, it's going to be about six ninety. That's pretty. You much, won't get him. You're not you going to get him him much cheaper, cheaper there. Yeah, you've got to pull the trigger uh, if you want him this week.
0: Especially with Appy out for two two weeks as well. He becomes that sort of elite um, hooker if he can continue that form.
1: Totally agree. All right, boys, next guy, SJ. Now, he went off hobbling again, hamstring injury. He's got scans tomorrow. They do think it's a minor, but there's only, what, five weeks to go of the comp, six weeks to go. So, given his repeated histories with hamstring injuries, the biggest thing for the Sharks, Matt Moylan's back for next week. They might cop a bit of a flogging against Manly, though. They've got a hard game, man. But, Andy, give me your thoughts. SJ, are you are hanging on to him, are at the moment?
0: I've got him, but, look, he could be a he could be the only sellout for me because I've only got one trade to go out, so I might need to just pick up a – I don't know. I'm in shambles. The biggest thing <laughs> is
1: he, he had a huge bait break even today as well, so he will lose about 50 grand coming off today. He could have played out the game. I don't care if he got injured in the 79th minute, but because he, he was carving up today, he looked vintage. He was looking two good. Two try
0: assists. No, I think um, I think he's a sell for me, unfortunately, with my um, lack of backups. But uh, I don't know. It's just, I think he was already uninterested as well. I don't know, especially last week. He was uninterested. He's already got his signature. He's, he's already got a, a, a signing for next week. It could be a, I'm just going to uh, slow down this healing for the rest of the season. But I'll tell you
1: what, if you're in a draft league and you're in the free agency, you'll be all over Braden Trindle. He's been scoring real good, and he's been taking over pretty much everything with SJ out there. Like, he could be a nice little grab if you got him in. Someone grabbing him out for free agency?
2: I was just thinking that. I don't think so. but Maybe
1: Curtis did. Maybe, I think Curtis might have just nabbed him.
2: Yeah, that's because he had clear, and he got, like, every other half. Just <laughs> <laughs> trying to find a replacement.
1: Yeah, did he right. But, uh, Corbs, have you got SJ?
2: Yeah, I do have SJ, and I don't think it's going to be good with him. Um yeah, I I just think he's looking to next year after this injury. So he'll he'll probably be a flick for me for the for the cook. And then I'm thinking of maybe just um putting Adam Fanor Blake down as a, a loop. Okay. Uh, that's a lot of money there. But yeah, <laughs> Teamless Tuesdays could change things again. But I can't see either of them coming back, eh?
1: But Adam, I reckon Adam's better chance at SJ. Even though, like that picture that we saw today, boys, like it looked bad. But you'd think, remember, Elliot Whitehead? He returned a week after he did his right, so he's probably a chance.
0: Look, you, you can strap your finger up a lot, <laughs> I suppose. It's put
1: a, put a band aid on it, boys.
0: <laughs> you just just tape it up. It's all right. Yeah. Did you see
2: the photo? Yeah, I did. Andy? No, I didn't. It was. A, oh, I'll real, send you through, mate. It looks like good. someone like shot. It's like a big hole, and you can see. Is that that's bone that you could see, wasn't it? I think TK? it's like
1: cartilage or something. Or... Oh,
2: it wasn't pretty. Yeah. yeah.
0: Actually, I'm, I'm actually all for gruesome injury, so you said that uh, through. Ugh, yeah. yeah. Well.
1: But yeah, he's on my top of sell list as well. We're going to have to decide between him and me. I think we're going to have to decide. <laughs> One of the, him and Adam, whoever's closer to returning, can stay. Because they're literally going to be around that same price anyway. Have
2: we have we got to hold our trade just so we can keep talking about this? Because it, it's going to get very boring. <laughs> got no the trade. hypothetical. Yeah. It would just, it'd just be
0: the laid-back podcast. Yeah, this is what's happening this podcast, boys.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll just go, you know, we'll put like 20 buy recommendations on 20 players from here. Yeah, just go for it. Pull the trigger, <laughs> you pussy. <laughs>
0: Tradeless Tuesday, that's what it'll be
1: all right boys next guy next on the list we've got Parramatta now they've been playing in pretty good form until even Friday they went neck and neck with the Raiders but a few players went good a few players went not so great Ryan Madison's one of the ones that have been playing good over the last three games scoring of 63 76 and 64. gutho not too bad he's got a 36 88 and 43 these are two probably we want to talk about the most but Andy kick us off what's your thoughts on both gutho and matter into the end of the season?
0: Well, I thought this game would have been one for Gutho just really shine, but um, just seems it seems like Parra really missed Moses' his direction. Last game against the Titans, they sort of could really pl- throw it around and sort of play it a little bit without any structure, but they really uh, took they played Raiders games um, Raiders game this week, and you could tell they needed a bit of more direction in the halves. So mm. yeah, Gutho really undersold it for me, um, unfortunately. Um and, and at 692k he could be a trade out especially with their tough run home it's it's not good for any winger fullback uh, at Parramatta um well, especially when you can get like a Teddy who's actually finding a bit of form lately a Latrell or like we said um a Ponga for the run home and that's a straight swap for those three so I think I think he's he's done for this season especially. I did talk him up for a fifty-five average th- uh, this year, and you guys laughed at me. But <laughs> what's I he averaging? Think uh, I think it's fifty-four. I think it was, which is pretty good. Ooh, that's they close. Were, they we're correct. So we're, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, I'm pretty sure you guys said fifty or under. So that's all right.
1: I think um, I've, I paid that. Yes. I paid that bet out, didn't I? That was the day that we got held up at the the pub.
0: Plus, oh, <laughs> that's right. <gross. laughs> yeah, good. I, I will take that, but at least you did your amount of your word. Um, with Madison though, he looked great. So that's his first 80-minute performance since round 10. Yeah. And he had another 60-plus. So the Raiders really nullified his offload game too. So he had four, which is still good. But I'm not sorry. Um, he had two offloads, but last week he uh, scored 14 points from offloads, which is massive. So yeah. I think he's really finding his form. I especially,
1: think um, yeah, I think out of all the Parramatta is the least of my worries. I think he yeah. will score well against. It doesn't matter who you play, especially if he's in that form that he plays. I think he's one of those guys that doesn't rely on things like tries like Gutho does. So I think you'll you'll get a sixty out of Mato from here on in. I reckon.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, Cor- yeah Gutho a, Gutho's a real worry.
1: Yeah, Corb, you're really worried about Gutho.
2: Yeah, he was sold in my team until the rest of the games got played throughout the week. We've got no trades left. It's yeah. <laughs> the only thing, that
1: he's, he's, he just can't get traded if, out. if
2: I had a fresh team, he was gone. Just be, like, there. we're going to talk about the run home. They've got a very tough run. And, yeah, he, he was trying to do too much the other night uh, and just wasn't happening for him. And, yeah. What about... Sorry, Kyle Lomas has just shown me that photo. Yeah, he's... <laughs> That is disgusting. That's no good. The, the Matto, though. I agree, Matto. He's good. And, yeah, around that 60. Oh, no,
1: That's <laughs> – I don't even know what the hell that is. That's, that looks weird. Uh, but, yeah, for me, Gutho survives. But you got a few – you were having a few sherbets on Thursday night, weren't you, Corbs? Because you put on the chat – he was gone. You were ripping into him hard.
2: Yeah, and Parramatta, just because Andy and Adam put on <laughs> the, <laughs> the thread. There uh, is real but, hate for for, for i tell guys. you what, I, I was nowhere near the level of uh, Ronnie. He was... Oh, no.
1: Uh, oh, he went after I
2: was beers. He was spirits. He was in the spirit world. <laughs> Easy got real lippy. <laughs> yeah.
0: that's, that's what I say. It's very hard to, to, to bag another team when your team's underperforming like the Dragons are.
1: No comment from there. All right, boys, <laughs> let's finish off. This is be a good question. The top three teams you want to target to have players from on the run home and then the bottom three teams that you probably want to avoid. Why don't we just go around the table and just put – we'll go with the teams to target. Why don't we kick off with you, Corbis? Who's your number one team, you think? Bunnies. Okay.
2: I think the bunnies. I don't think they're well, – have they got any injuries?
1: Pretty Apart much. from Alex
2: Johnson, uh, he, Cody was Walker, was,
1: Cody Walker was a little bit of a concern. He was heavily taped and he walked off.
2: He is old though. Yeah, He's, he looks like a, a park footy player. It's in the <laughs> sheds, I saw a photo of him next to Cam uh, Murray, who is a like GI Joe man. Yeah, and and then next to Cody Walker, and he, yeah, Cody, Wa-
1: like, Cody Walker could be cliff Lyons. like that. Yeah, I'm they haven't sorry. been seen in the same room.
2: <laughs> yeah. I love him. Cody Walker is one of my favourite players. Yeah, He's man. I agree. Uh, yeah, just I think they're going to go on a bit of a run, and on the back of the news, I mean, all teams would be tapering towards the finals, but I think Wayne does it better than most as well. So, yeah, good run, good team, good roster, plenty of attack there. Uh, there's a couple of strike weapons in Latrell and Cook, and probably not Murray till the following week, round 21, with his yep, uh, one-week suspension. suspension. They're the big three, but I'll probably only be going Cook uh, out of those.
1: That's actually interesting. Now that Cam Murray, because of that quick play of the ball, he got. Do you think we maybe wait for Cookie for one one game, considering that a lot of his quick play of the balls is on the back of Cam Murray?
0: No, they're playing. No, the he's dragons. Versing the dragons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a good theory, but yeah. Who's the thoughts? The dragons, Andy?
1: <laughs> who's your team that you think uh, you are targeting from for players?
0: Look the. Uh, Possibly, look. I was going to say the knights, but like they haven't really set the world on fire. Like they do have a, a really nice, easy run home, but you've got to have form to actually play well. So like they haven't really been the strongest. Not really like a flat track bullies like Parra is. If Parra had the same draw they had, geez, you'd yep. be, be picking the whole team. But yeah, I can't see him like <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Mike <laughs> Adams draft hey, man. He's done well, but he's going to have a shocking last last couple of rounds. Yeah, uh, and possibly. Uh, the Warriors have a decent run home, but without Tohu, it just looks bad for them. But it, there is good news for for all the players that can like can score well, like RTS, Curran, and Walshy. Yep. But yeah, with only one trade left, it's it's very hard to target.
1: Yeah, my team boys is manly. I think with the guys like DC, if you don't have DC in Turbo by now, figure out a way to get them in your team. Like they're sixth; 100%. they're only four points behind the Eels now. They've got Shark Storm, Eels, Raiders, Dogs, and Cowboys to come. So. Such good form, and they're going to be playing all these games at Suncorp Stadium on that track that they love up there or Gold Coast. So they're a fast track team. And I think even if you're in draft mode and you can get guys like Lionel Richie, old mate Morgan Harper out wide, like Jason Saab, Ruben Garrick. So if you're in these draft leagues that you can get some of these guys out of free agency, Hamole, like maybe the Ghost when he finally thinks that he's coming back. Uh, Locky Locky Croker might be a good one. He was scoring all well on the weekend. There's plenty of these guys, especially if they're a free agency. Load up on your bench because I think you're going to get some good points out of these manly guys.
2: Yeah, yeah it's nice. not a bad shout. Uh, odd, there's some other ones, not so much classic because you want to go for the real big dogs. But getting on the back of that, the Tigers don't have a bad run either, I don't think. Uh, they've only got the Panthers, really. That's a, a major concern. And you said the Warriors... Um, and even the the doggies. I don't, there's not many in the doggies. But if you can snag a, a Lachlan Lewis or um, who was the Nick Meany? Yeah. There's a couple of those blokes. Yeah, quite well. Um, I don't know. They might just finish the year. It's weird how some of the teams just decide to start playing footy in the last few rounds. Titans are another one.
1: Contract um, time.
2: Yeah. And there's also, like, because there's, you know, two or three in their teams, whereas sometimes Storm and Panthers, it's a bit hard because it's spread between the whole team. But, right. yeah, there's a couple of those bottom teams that actually don't have too bad a run when you're just looking at top um, top eight, bottom eight teams on the ladder.
1: All right. Let's wrap things up with a team that you want to avoid. Andy, why don't you kick things off?
0: Oh, I think for, for any attacking players, it's probably a Parramatta. You know, there's probably players you can get it in there, like maybe Marnie might go well in defence. Uh, a lot of tackles may. But, yeah, I, I think for any sort of um, outside back of para, you probably... Um, Probably an avoid. That's okay. unfortunate for me. I might not have a very excitable couple of weeks <laughs> watching them play, but they, they might surprise us and and get a couple of wins in. But not with the performance they put in against the Raiders. They need to play their own game and throw it out. But yeah, Parramatta's the avoid for me.
1: Yeah, Corbs.
2: Yeah, they're at the top of my list. The other ones probably the the Dragons, just with the chopping and changing there. Um, like even yeah, with Ben Hunt. If he goes in the hooker, does he, is he just sort of distributing? Is he going to attack? But does he have any attack to go with him? I don't know. I I'd, Yeah, I wouldn't be bringing any Dragons if in if you're sort of looking at targeting them. I'd go other teams that we mentioned before. Yeah,
1: I'm going to surprise you here, boys. I'm going to go a bit left field. I'm going to say Melbourne. I think, especially with low trades to come, I think there's going to be a lot of restings. What really I'm worried about is I've got three guns, right? I've got Brandon Smith, I've got Nico Hines, and I've got Jerome Hughes. Round 25, there's potential that those three guys aren't there. So that's why Nico Hines is the first guy I'm going to be trading out, not only because the what we've discussed today on tonight's show, and that's a big thing about us getting our money worth and moving on, but can you imagine if come round 25, you've got three guns, and you've got no trades, and they're all not there? I just think the, like, the likelihood of it happening is pretty high, too. Like, That'll...
2: That'll probably happen around twenty three. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> I'll have about ten out around twenty five. <laughs> but imagine 10, that,
1: many- like, <laughs> and we can. That's the other thing that you've only you can even if you got trades, you can only trade twice in the last round. Just remember well,
2: I, that. We don't. We can get like well, we can get shooter on and ask him what it's like next week. <laughs> sure, he was he was out of trades two weeks ago. Well, <laughs> well either one, he's he's pulling his hair out because he's getting injuries,
0: and he's just hoping for no injuries or two. He's just going, how good's this?
1: But I heard plenty of chat, like a lot of guys have got the three that I've got, and I know you guys have got a couple of those guys as well, but there's plenty of chat of people wanting to bring in Harry Grant when he's back, and also Cameron Munster as well. So you could potentially have five guys that are all rested coming around 25. That's a Surely big chunk.
2: It, oh, that's massive. Surely you're looking at Cook now, who is cheaper and a lot better option than Grant. Now that he's just shown that one game, I reckons enough to end their run. Yep is enough to um, tick the boxes to pull. Yeah, and, him I, in.
1: and I think in comparison to the seasons past, they, weren't, they were not they are giving him 80 minutes all the time and not resting him. Like, I think that he's gone through that one resting game and plus four or five where he hasn't played 80 minutes. Like, we talked about him getting managed, and I think they've done it very, very well this year. And I think we'll see him play all the way through to the end of the year. I don't think there's any reason to give him a rest now.
2: Yeah, old Wayne, it's
1: not his first radio. <laughs> yeah, he's peaking, that's for sure. But boys, great show! Forty-one minutes there. We'll be back on Tuesday night to delve a little bit deeper. But uh, good round, everyone smashed eleven hundreds all around. So good work, boys!
0: A couple of handy yeah. scores helped us. Yeah,
1: yeah. We've got plenty to discuss. We've run out of trades. We've got two to go. I can't. I don't, I need to go to bed. Like I don't even want to think about it.
2: <laughs> and there, it's uh, there's some exciting news coming Tuesday too for the pod. Yeah, and gonna... the, and the listeners, are we, is there going to be a bit for the listeners? Well, uh, there's there, there should there. be. There's talk. Yeah. So be we're, a big... we're working hard. We're working hard <laughs>
1: to do that. So just uh we'll break the news, who can sign with the Sharks. So he's going to deliver another premiership.
0: <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> he a is crewman. a great Seriously, what George. a recruitment
1: drive. Like I could not have wished for this. My boy Fitz, Nico, Dale, Dang Cameron it. McInnes. This like... is
2: not the this is not the news. Move on. Yeah, haven't you got
0: another Sharks pod you can go on and talk to?
1: <laughs> 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 no, nah, we've got a big sponsorship announcement. It's been signed, it's in the works. And you're gonna deliver some nice specials for you, boys and girls out there. So you're probably all gonna lose your money considering it's a a gambling sponsor. Yeah,
0: but Uh, hey, or gamble responsibly. Could be be bad for them, good for the listeners. Yeah, big time.
1: (laughs) All right, gents, good to see you both. Check you both on Tuesday yeah?
2: All right, see you later.
1: See you, boys and girls.